Family-owned and operated, Toys and Ford is proud to serve the drivers of the Chippewa Valley with some of the most popular vehicles around Wisconsin and the country. They're committed to giving drivers from across the area the best in customer service with a top-notch selection of brand-new vehicles to choose from, as well as an extensive inventory of pre-owned crossover SUV and trucks. Plus, with their expert finance, service, and part centers in-house, they strive to be your one-stop dealership for all of your automotive needs. Visit them today at 1000 Chippewa Crossing Boulevard in Chippewa falls hey everyone dan casper here i wanted to invite you to my man cave the man cave podcast it's my podcast where we talk mostly about sports but we definitely throw in some other topics as well check it out for yourself on your favorite podcasting platform like apple or spotify or wherever you get your podcasts and you can also be a part of the podcast just leave us a voice message or hit me up on twitter at d-a-n-k-a-s-p-e-r that's casper with a k or facebook.com slash casper sports with your questions comments or thoughts and i'll see you in the man cave What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of the All Aboard, the Eau Claire Express podcast. I'm your host, Dan Casper. Owner Craig Toyson is going to be joining me here in just a second. Just a little housekeeping. Quick reminder, don't forget to follow and subscribe to the Eau Claire or to the All Aboard, the Eau Claire Express podcast on your favorite podcasting platforms. And while you are there, don't forget to give it a positive review and a solid rating so that other baseball fans and Express fans can find the podcast. The 2023 season is officially underway for the Eau Claire Express home opener on Monday, May 29th. The Express did fall to lacrosse 8-3, but it was a packed house at Carson Park. And now we will bring in owner Craig Toyson, who still has a voice after last night's uh, home opener. Uh, But uh, I was... Kind of talking about your tweets uh, from early in the morning, really early in the morning, late last night. Yeah, right in, that, was, yeah right in that window, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But a great crowd for the home opener last night. Would you say over 1,000 more than, than last year's yeah, I think numbers? Yeah, 1334 for last year's home opener. And we were like, ah, oh. and, and, and there were some weather concerns mm-hmm. going into the day yesterday, last year. But uh, this year, yeah, 2468. So That's was, awesome. Uh, we were maybe thinking maybe 17, 1800. And mm-hmm. uh, we, we knew it would be a better night, and the weather was great. And we, we'd done a lot of promoting, and, and uh, things were trending in the right direction. But it really... Uh, was like a stress – like if you watch the show Bar Rescue, it felt like a stress oh, yep. test where yep. you know like they're, they're destined to fail. And I, I gathered the interns last night and some of the part-time staff said, congratulations, guys. Because, I mean, it looked like – you look like ducks. That's the line I was – like, you know, it might, might have been crazy underneath the surface, but mm-hmm. on the surface, everything looked calm, cool, and collective. So I was extremely proud of the way everybody handled things last night. That's and I, awesome. I think there's a lot of potential – uh, to, to to grow things and continue to get better. So. Yeah, that's all you mentioned. A great point because that's the interns hit right in the fire right away. Right. Yeah. So well, it was that big crowd. fire last night definitely. And I, I, we met. We got to meet one uh, last week, uh, kind of making the rounds here, introducing himself. So yeah. Uh, but uh, you know those interns are pretty important for for your operation over there too. Un- unbelievably integral, and mm-hmm. uh, we've got some more local guys this year. Uh, we, we have one gal this year, and she, mm-hmm. she's excellent. She's working. Uh, she she's done wonders in the apparel tent, getting things up going with close up apparel, and uh, yeah, just just a lot of exciting things mm-hmm. going on. So I know it's you know the last few days has been pretty busy with you guys. I've been kind of following along, and I know Dale 
right away too with bringing in some of the guys. You know, workouts was it Sunday? Mm-hmm. You know, with, with the new guys, you're still waiting on quite a few players. Like I mean, every year a lot of teams are yep. still waiting on them because you got College World Series and playoffs mm-hmm. still continuing and such. But you know, first impressions of, of the group. You, you're hosting a couple of them uh, right yeah. now too. Yep, uh, we have uh, the catcher in the uh, started at first base last night. Jason Krul and Ryan Nagelback and great, great young men. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of returning guys that we knew. Uh, what high characters they had, and hopefully they can get everybody rowing the boat the same direction, same right. as last year. Right, and th- th- I think that's a good point too. You know, bringing in a lot of these returners, kind of leadership roles. You, you think absolutely. initially oh, absolutely, for, yeah. for bringing for, these guys in. One thing now, too, they're, they're upperclassmen, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. But they know the role. They know they, they they know the city. They know the team. They know Dale. Mm-hmm. They know what to expect. I, I, like I said, I don't think anybody expected the the, the crowd we had last night, but. Uh, it's, it, everybody was excited. I can yeah. I know that the players were really pumped up. Good first impression for some of those new guys, probably coming. Abs- oh, absolutely. Too. And, and you know, I your own house, you can't help but see the warts. You know, that's mm-hmm. what I focus on. And, and right. uh, taking uh, Jason when he came to town on Saturday, taking him down to Carson Park, taking a look, he's like, "Man, I want to play right now." And it's like, you know, that's that's great to hear because I I forget those things sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the the field itself looks unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the parks department has done an amazing job down there, and, and they're so supportive and and and, and great with things so mm-hmm. it, it's it was just yeah it was a perfect night last night other it's, than the scoreboard right uh but you know that's 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 one game out of many coming up yep. here right yep. exactly so is that part of the message for for those new guys you know whether it's dale's message or when you talk to him that history of carson park like the the players who've played there before them well and that was something i pointed out when, when i was given the tour to to uh to jason uh I don't know if you know, but you know Hank Aaron played here, and I showed him the trophy. He's like, "Oh man, this is this." I think the word he goes, "This is sick." So, uh, <laughs> Those young it, kids, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, you, you have to push that because it's mm-hmm. you know you see the building and know this is historic, and right. it, it still shows really well. I mean, the out- exterior of the building is just cool to see and beautiful to look at. Mm-hmm. So, once you can point out, oh, Bob Uecker played here, and, and uh, you know Joe Torre, and then, Torrey, then yeah. you talk about you know the Hank Aaron. It's it's something we definitely like to play up to guys and i mm-hmm. think uh as, as uwo claire gets more involved with baseball again that's mm-hmm. something they're going to continue to push up to recruits as well as that you, you can play at a pretty amazingly historic field here right exactly uh you mentioned you know a lot of the returning guys for, from last year and last year's team you know they just looked like a fun group of kids yeah you know, i'm going to keep calling them kids but uh they, they were they just looked like a great fun group a, a, a close-knit team too mm-hmm do you mm-hmm. kind of i know you're still waiting on some players here but is that kind of the sense you're you, you're kind of getting that could be with this team too is a is a fun you know just kind of close knit group because I mean they're they're they got to get to know each other right away yeah right? I, I I think so and I, I hope so mm-hmm. um, so like I said we had some of those guys back from last year who who really were culture setters in the locker room and the nice thing is like so Ryan who I, I have uh, is uh, goes to UIC so he played college ball this year with the Con brothers who were with us Tyler Ingram uh, with Charlie Sacconi so I mean. He, they all talked up to him, saying, "Hey, this is this is where you want to go play summer baseball." So that that was really heartening to hear, right? Uh, that that those guys are pushing that message out there, saying you got to come play here. And, and I know uh, the same thing was with Isaiah Cotts, who's right here from Fall Creek, mm-hmm. telling uh, his other UW lacrosse teammates, like, "Hey, if, if you're going to play summer ball this year, Eau Claire's where you want to be." So that that was really awesome to hear, and, and uh, wishing those guys luck in the. Yeah. E three World Series here, and hopefully they have some success and can bring some hardware back to Eau Claire. Absolutely, definitely. You know that's that's kind of an interesting point too, because you know once it's the off season, 
those players are kind of like your recruiters, aren't they? They're they're your PR Absolutely. guys. You know, Absolutely, it's like, yeah. you know, it's one thing to hear from you or from Dale and all, or some college coaches, but it's those players who've come up here yeah. to, to kind of send that message to everybody else. More so than ever, the players have power because of the transfer portals. I mean, mm-hmm. coaches are obviously, you know, take that relationship seriously and don't want to, to screw things up. So I think the players have a little bit more pull in what they want to do now. So right. the fact that they can do that and, you know, decide if they want to play or not play or whatever else or want to get some more bats, uh, they've got some power. So you want to make sure that you're creating a great environment. And, and uh, you know, one of our guys came home last night and said, man, you guys, that's quite a spread you guys have out after the game. It's like, well, yeah, we we got to make sure you guys are fed and you right. know, take care of the other team and you guys eat it too and pregame meal, postgame meal. and Absolutely. Yeah, we want to make sure that you guys are enjoying your experience when you go back to school. You're telling people, Come play with the Eau Claire Express. That's where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So uh, you're on the road now for for the next couple. You got uh, lacrosse uh, tonight, and then you're going up against Wilmer before returning home Friday night, which should be another packed crowd uh, for yeah. Carson Park there because you got uh, the post game fireworks going on. You got the retro jerseys going on. You got Hudson throwing the first pitch. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, that I don't know why you saved the lead there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's a magnetic giveaway. It's a sports talk night there, too. So we've got yeah. a lot going on Friday night. A lot going on. It's going to be a fun night. And, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think the big thing we saw is, is we added a third base, uh, third base concession stand to try and alleviate some lines a little bit. We added a uh, catch we've talked about with the mobile food ordering. Mm-hmm. No extra charge to, to consumers doing that. They can just go ahead and do that. We, we absorb all the extra expense with that, so you guys can just order your food and get it quicker. I think we'll continue to see that stuff to grow. Concession lines are a little longer again last night, but people aren't used to some of those things. Yet. Right. So it's, we're just going to continue to get better and better with those crowds as nights go on. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And then it's going to, because you're going to be home here for the next four games uh, coming up here. And uh, yeah. something I'm looking forward to checking out on the fourth. And Sam, you talked about it uh, with your, because you're with the Northern Wisconsin State Fair Board, but bringing that taste of the fair. Uh, to, to the game on the fourth. Yeah, I mean now it's like fair season too. It's baseball, but we're getting <laughs> close to fair season too. So I'm going to be interested in checking that out uh, coming up on, on the fourth there too. Yeah, and I'll say I, you know I've told Rusty this because Rusty and I've worked good old for Rusty a long time, yeah. that I wouldn't have had the confidence to do this if I hadn't been involved in the fair board for the nine years. And I just I just finished my term now, so I'm I'm, I'm off now. But I so you don't have to work at, at the fair. You no, can enjoy no, it now. I, I, could, I, well, I could. We're home for a lot of it. But yeah. I, I didn't really want to go see Nelly. I'll say that. But, uh, <laughs> But if it weren't for what I had taken away from the fair, I never would have the confidence to do this. So mm-hmm. when when this came up, I, I talked to Rusty right away. I said, you know, we really should work together and, and, and collaborate and, and, you know, push each other's ventures because I think this could really be a successful thing for both groups. So, you know, we'll be involved in the fair, and obviously they're coming involved the Express. We do ticket ways, uh, giveaways back and forth. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, anybody who's grown up in western Wisconsin has experienced the Eau Claire County Fair, Dunn County Fair, Northern mm-hmm. Wisconsin State Fair, all, all the fairs around here, and know what a special part of our, our culture it is and the history and the egg history. Yep. Uh, so I'm excited to, to get that stuff out here and, and let people enjoy that. Especially June Dairy Month, too, so that Absolutely. kicks it off nicely there, too. So, And then the ever-popular uh, Bark in the Park Night coming <laughs> up on, on the 5th, uh, presented by Embark. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the, is it the Dog Bowl giveaway? Yep. Uh, I think that yeah, night it looks too, awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, so I, I usually hide up in the uh, press box that night. Uh, yeah, you talk about you know a son named after pro. I have a, I'm a cat guy. Sorry, I, I know that's you're not, a cat guy. That's not cool. I know, but uh, my, my know, cat is named Ken after Ken Griffey Jr. So Brandon Berg would be best friends with there you because we, we did. Uh, I think we was a podcast episode like five most unpopular opinions, and his number one one was uh, cats are better than dogs. <laughs> so you guys <laughs> get along really, really <laughs> well go. over there. Must be a so triple much, false so, thing. Yeah, so much easier. I don't right. know. I <laughs> leave the cat for a weekend, and you know I can go out on a baseball road trip. That's true. It is. It. You just have to give them extra food and water. And yeah. you're good to go. Good luck, Ken. We'll see you when you get back. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, now that uh, the season's kind of underway here for for the Express. 
yes, one year under your belt, you're entering year two. Mm-hmm. Do you have any expectations? Or are you just kind of taking it day in, day out? I mean, what's what's your mindset heading into to this year? I, I jokingly tell Dale, and Dale told me he's like, you know, you, you got spoiled that first year, your expectations. And I, mm-hmm. I told him, like, no, the problem is you set the expectations too high now. <laughs> so the, I have told him like, all, all I ask is sixty eight and zero. So that's that's <laughs> now it's sixty seven and one because we've got a couple uh, off took the days pressure yet. off right away. The right? pressure's <laughs> off right away. But, but you know, last year we started zero and one and ended up making a heck of a run and had a great team. So I, I'd like to see winning product out there. I feel confident that's going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be when everybody gets here. It's going to be amazingly fast team. I think it'll be really. Some fun small ball to watch, stolen bases, guys on the run. Mm-hmm. It'll be a really exciting product, and uh, I think we we all saw that you know a stadium built in the 1930s isn't necessarily built for today's fanship. Mm-hmm. But uh, we've looked at that and realized what can we do to make things better. And we've talked about a lot of the things that we've done to try and help concessions get a little bit quicker, mm-hmm. uh, get people out into their seats a little bit faster. The pitch clock worked flawlessly last night, and the game was a, a crisp about two hours and twenty minutes. And uh, it was kind of I see Carson Park was a ghost town ten o'clock, and especially on a work night. That was good to see that people can get home and, and you know see the whole game and, and not miss any of the action. Absolutely. Uh, we actually have a couple of uh, texts here saying, was at the game last night. It was an incredible environment. Shout out to you, Mr. Toyson. Uh, another text saying, it was a lot of fun last night. Cannot wait to catch out more games or catch up on some more games awesome. this year. So, awesome. Well, yeah, this, keep... this, this, hats off to Sammy because she, mm-hmm. she works her tail off and uh, interns of the day off today, and that's a well-deserved day off for them because they, uh, they've they worked really hard leading up to this. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what they can do and pull off here this summer. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of, you know, Sammy, too, we were kind of talking about uh, some of the uh, upcoming promos and that, too. She's excited about Yellowstone. I mean, that's <laughs> that's she was showing off the, the T-shirt. But you were telling me, too, about uh, the Euchre bobbleheads look really fantastic. Oh, yeah. The Tom Polecat ones, too. Yeah, the five-game pack ones are, uh, are going to be uh, – Awesome! I, mean, mm-hmm. I think those people are going to be really excited when they see what those look like. And, yeah, we've got a Tom Poquette bobblehead. Uh, mm-hmm. Tom uh, from Eau Claire here played baseball for the Royals and the Rangers and the Red Sox in the late 70s. And he's mm-hmm. got amazing stories playing out the Green Monster with Jim Rice and, and Dwight Evans and Freddie Lynn. And, We're going to have to get him yeah. on here to oh, do a walk. Oh, yeah, I should. He's he's, uh, he's put up with my asking of questions <laughs> years, for years and years and years. He's he's great. So He's got to love that, though, right? Oh, I mean, he, yeah, he's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah, And then, you know, I'm, I'm a nerd. I love talking to him about uh, his days as a hitting coach in the Royals minor system. To talk, talk about, you know, when mm-hmm. Johnny Damon came up and he was yeah. working with him and Joe Randa and Jermaine Dye. I mean, he, he's just worked with some really great players over the years. I would eat that up, too. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm like a history guy. Yeah. Like, anything with sports history, I'll well, I, I'll, I'll He's faced Nolan, and I've asked him, like, was Nolan the guy? And, and he said for him the, the bigger challenge was Goose Gossage. So that's when you have to hit him up on is because is, he mm-hmm. said Goose was through as hard as anybody he'd seen. So Really? Yeah. Well, that's still not a bad uh, name no, no. drop right there no. either, going up against Goose Gossage. Uh, owner Craig Toyson for the Eau Claire Express joining us here this morning for our Express update that we usually do now every Tuesday mornings throughout the season. So now that the season is underway, I wanted to ask you, too, uh, we, we touched on it with Sammy a little bit, but you being the owner – I think it's awesome news, and they just announced the the commissioner of Northwoods League for the softball league mm-hmm. uh, coming for for Northwoods League, which will start next year. But they they've got their president and, and commissioner for for yep. the softball league. But what a great idea! And just I, I'm excited to see this thing kind of grow. I know you've talked a little bit about it mm-hmm. on on the on the website and social media, but just kind of your thoughts on on the Northwoods League bringing in uh, softball, a yeah. softball league now. Yeah, well, so so Dick Raditz, who's the president and owner of the league, his his wife Kathy played at Michigan. So, I mean, he he played as a Carol Hutchins, I think is going to say it right. I think it's who she put. Mm-hmm. Um, legendary coach. And uh, I- I've loved softball for years. The College of Softball World Series, which starts on Thursday, is one of my mm-hmm. absolute bucket list sporting events of the year. I love love it. And uh, 
there's nothing like this in the country. There is right. a couple couple smaller leagues down south, but the weather's so awful in the summer in Texas and Florida. It's just so hot and humid. I think there's a huge opportunity here, and I think the Northwoods League has shown they really know what they're doing in terms of marketing a product and, and making it a sustainable business plan. Mm-hmm. And uh, talking with some of the, the athletes that we've known, there's so many opportunities for the young women to play all through high school throughout the summer, and then you hit college – and there's really not a lot of summer opportunities. And then you start to see as the, the, the young ladies work harder and harder and harder through high school, the talent level just keeps getting higher and higher and higher, mm-hmm. and then they plateau at college. I think we're going to see uh, the opportunity to get some really significant female athletes in here to, to be playing and, and showcase when that league takes off. It's yeah, going to launch next year. I'm thinking there'll probably be four teams. Maybe there'll be six. Mm-hmm. Uh, we won't be one of the initial ones. There's a lot to figure out. Right. I'd sure like to do it, but I'm I'm my goal is 2025. But uh, it, it's a lot different to build a business from the the ground up than it is to just buy something existing and, and right. working on perfecting it. So a lot to figure out, trying to figure out. We're going to go tour some some area mm-hmm. stadiums today to see what works. But it, it's it's an exciting opportunity. I think there, it'd really be a huge thing. And I was blown away by the positive feedback we got uh, when the announcement was made on social mm-hmm. media by the Northwoods League. Uh, the area softball teams, the area... Uh, uh, high schools. I mean, how many mm-hmm. people are like, this is so cool to see. So I, I yeah. think it's it's really something that's going to pop. And we know what a baseball town this is, but this has really become a softball town in some yes. ways too. And it's a long history with fast pitch softball, but to see the women play around here, uh, it's it's mm-hmm. crazy to see how good the level's gotten of talent. I know Lake Halley, you know, John over there, Lake mm-hmm. Halley, they do a wonderful job. Coach Huntington with the Blue Golds, you know, softball, you're exactly yep. right. It's rich in baseball uh, history, but there's a lot of very good mm-hmm. softball players, coaches, and teams in this area, too, rich in softball history, too. Absolutely. So, definitely. Uh, but, yeah, they just announced their uh, their new commissioner, so wheels are kind of rolling. It's rolling, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah, excited to see that get off the ground. Uh, we do have a texter asking you a question here, if you're, you're okay with that. Right. Your, your first thoughts on the pitch clock. I know it's something you've talked about <laughs> a little bit, but uh, uh, somebody's asking, can you ask Mr. Toyson his first thoughts on the pitch clock? First of all, Craig. Craig, I, Craig? Yes, okay. Yeah. So Everybody's I, being it, formal yeah, on I this know, thing. Yeah, I know. call me Mr. Toyson. I was like, no, 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 no. It's a complicated answer, yeah, yeah. and I, yeah, I don't want to make anybody mad, but I think I don't. Do I love being forced to pitch faster? No. Mm-hmm. Do I think the pace of play could have been increased? Hundred mm-hmm. percent. And I think we saw the early spring training games and now Major League Baseball games for the first through seventh inning. It's really great to keep people engaged to make the action move a little bit faster. I will say, come ninth inning, sometimes when you've got that tension building and mounting. And you can see the clock ticking down. I think that does detract from a moment. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping at some point the pace just gets naturally fast enough that it's no big deal anymore. But right. do I do I um, find the game more enjoyable as a result? Absolutely. I, mm-hmm. I think it just was really added to the game, and it's there, there were so many needless delays. And we always we coach kids for years. If you're struggling pitching, take your time, slow down, it's, and it just mm-hmm. it detracts from the game. It makes it less watchable, and and with all the pitching changes that were taking place, the game is so much different now than it was 20 years ago. And I think you could argue it, it wasn't any better than it was 20 years ago. And and the pitching's gotten so good, and the strategy's gotten so good. We needed to do some things to make that game move a little bit faster to make it more exciting. So I, mm-hmm. I the the idea of it, I'm all over, and I'm I'm a big fan of it, and I'm glad it's in our league now. Mm-hmm. But uh, like I said, those tense moments, I don't mind it taking a little bit longer. So, right. Yeah, that's kind of what I was, like, wondering, like, you know, and, you know, this is kind of maybe, you know, worst-case scenario might not be the best way to put it, but I'm thinking, like, okay, 
World Series Game 7, bottom mm-hmm. of the ninth, you know, bases loaded, it's a 3-2 count or something yeah. like that. I kind of want that pitcher to maybe, you know, take a breath and, you know, not have to rush it and, you know, yeah. get charged with an automatic walk, and that's how you win the game. Yep. You, you want the drama, right, yeah. a little bit with it? And and we'll see. You know, it, it's nice to see. I, I, I You hate to mess with baseball purists because it is – the history of it's so classic, and it's great how great, uh, how you know the game has stayed the same. And the NFL tweaks every year. Mm-hmm. Who's the same? Major League Baseball won't say, you know, come postseason, we're going to change some rules up. Maybe, maybe that'll happen, and I, I don't think people would be against that. But when a when a, a, a Yankees Red Sox game in the middle of May goes four and a half hours and it's nine innings, that's mm-hmm. that's not what people want to see. And I, I understand, oh, it's great and blah blah blah. No, that's it's not what you want to see. Mm-hmm. And especially on a work night, like I said, it was great. Carson Park was a ghost town at ten o'clock last night, and. You know, I got home at eleven fifteen. I'm like, boy, this feels like it should be after midnight. So this is great, right? So, definitely. Yeah. Uh, got another question uh, before I let All you right. go. This one says, "Hey, Craig." So there, <laughs> there you go. we go. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. Hey, Craig. After one year under your belt, what are you most excited about with year two now as the new owner for the Express? Can we still call you new owner? Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. We, we do in the car business. I, you know, Toys and Ford's been for five years, and I, it's the all new Toys and Ford still. I, yeah, yeah. Anything you do to make it to, to add some shine to it. Uh, I, I'm really excited for some of the things we took in, and, and we talked about them a lot. But mm-hmm. I, I think the concession things that we've really added to, we are on like third base. I'll go with a baseball mm-hmm. uh, uh, punt. We're on like third base with a video board, and I think if we can get that done, it's not going to happen this season, obviously, but if we can get mm-hmm. that done, that's really going to be a game changer in, as far as what we can offer and promotions and things like that. So we're working on that. Um, but, I, but I think we, we've seen we couldn't consistently handle 2,400 fans a game, which is what we'd like to have, the way things were operating with concessions before. So thinking outside the box, finding ways to grow things, a new apparel tent to give people more options to, to buy in a more you know, spacious area, all those things kind of combined to saying, let's take this to the next level and continue to build it. So we're mm-hmm. excited for all those things kind of jointly. But to see Sammy grow in her role has just really been great to see because, mm-hmm. you know, she, she's still really young in her role yeah, for what I she I think is. she said four years. I'm like, four yeah, years? Man, that crazy? That's, yeah. But, but she's been awesome, and it's been great to see her grow in that role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So I appreciate everybody texting in. Uh, this is, makes yeah. my job easier <laughs> when everybody else has questions uh, mm-hmm. uh, for Craig over here, too. do have one more, though, before I let you go, though. All right. uh, one more here. Uh, hey, Craig. Say, no, okay. So you – Yeah, good listener. Take away yeah, the, yeah. the mystery. <laughs> Better than my kids. Right. Hey, Craig, uh, what uh, was one thing you maybe learned from last year that uh, you were putting into place this year? So I went to a couple other stadiums and, and watched what's going on. In fact, tonight I'm not going to lacrosse. I'm going over to Wausau because they have a new video board, and I want to go mm-hmm. see what the Woodchucks are doing against the Madison Mallards tonight. I went to St. Cloud last year, and – they had the interns dress up as tacos, and they did it's raining tacos. And that place went nuts. And it was like, all right, this is something I can take home. So we did it last night, and I thought it was really a great first thing. We partnered with Jacobs Meat Markets, and mm-hmm. we're giving away um, their their uh, snack sticks. So we have a snack stick giveaway where the interns are run out with snack sticks, toss them in the crowd, and just those ways to get instant gratification. It's great if we can handle a coupon. People love coupons, but at the same mm-hmm. time, it doesn't get you excited. Right. That got people excited. They were on their feet, you know, shouting, yelling, arms waving, getting people into the moment, excited for that moment. And things like that we can do mm-hmm. to make it more engaging at that moment of action, I think, are really important. So I really took that away, and I'm looking forward to going to Wausau tonight to see what they got, too. Um, mm-hmm. it's, I know it's the owner called, called me. It's like, it's early in the year. Don't judge us. And it's like, that. no, no, I, I'm looking for things I can take away to benefit from. So, right. Yeah. yeah, it's been amazing. Man, my first game was actually Northwood's game. Was checking out say, a Woodchuck's game. All right, I was in Little League. Our little te- Little League team was the team of the night 
that tells you how long ago that was my first one. Well, and I'll tell you a story from your story telling me that is you found your autographed uh, my program guy. program. Thing. Yep. So we have programs back this year, but I want to make sure we had all our programs dated with the rosters on them. So now when That's kids are getting autographs idea. on the back of the program, which we have an autograph space, now you can have a way to tie it back to the game you were at who they were playing so you can hopefully sync up those signatures in the future because I, I, I've learned that mistake at spring training. We've gone down there and gone to, like, the minor league side and gotten all sorts mm-hmm. of signatures. Like, I don't remember who that was. And like, oh, you know who that is? That's that's uh, uh, Brandon Marsh who now plays for the Phillies. Like, we should have paid it. Yeah, so those, those things you learn as a parent. So. That's a great idea with that roster included, too, because – Signatures, some of those autographs <laughs> you clean, can't you yeah. can't read, or they get like just initials on there sometimes, or it's like mm-hmm. you know making it quick. So that's that's a great idea too. So I just I just took mine out and showed it to Hudson the other night. So yeah, there you gonna, go. He's hoping I'll put a plug in here. He's hoping who because I did ask him because he does get a little shy, and I said, so do you want an Express Player to catch your your first pitch, or do you want Dad out? He's like, no, I want an Express Player. All right, and he's like, do you think he'll autograph a ball for me? I'm like, well, I can ask. You know, we'll see, <laughs> we'll see. But he's get he's working in the backyard. He's got that throwback, that 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 net. Yep. You know, that yep. throw, the pitch back. So yeah. he's uh, he's working on that. He's getting Perfect. excited. So he'll be nervous day of, but oh, absolutely, he'll, absolutely, he's excited. I haven't so. I haven't done it yet. I, I've avoided a first pitch. You haven't done the no, first pitch yet. Well, I I don't want to blow. it. I joked. I'm going to throw it every first pitch. I'm going to sing the national anthem. Yeah. I haven't done any of that stuff yet. So yeah. You got to throw first pitch, man. We I will get see you if out we there. ever get in the playoffs. If we get in the playoffs again, maybe I'll have to think about it. But uh, I yeah. was that a mandate you put down right away? It's like, no, nah, I don't want to do first pitch, or this nobody ever asked. I you? joked about it, and then it's like, ah, it just seems kind of self fulfilling after a while. So okay. I, I've I've had plenty of opportunities to be in the spotlight with this, which is which was very surprising. I kind of thought we'd just you know own the team, or whatever. But mm-hmm. it's been a lot of fun, and and I just love going to the ballpark, walking around. I, I think I sat in my seat for about an inning and a half. My my wife and the other host families around us were kind of giving me grief that I'm always gone. But I, I just enjoyed. But you like talking around. with everybody over. Yeah, that's what uh, I've noticed. Marty Green from Oh yeah, Marty, the yep. legend was was there yep. last night. So I talked to him for a while. Got to got to touch the oh, cup cat uh, man, tattoo. Yeah. So I was, yeah, yeah, right on the forearm there. So we're getting the. World I'm sure series. he's getting ready to write an email right now to <laughs> us over here. So Marty's oh. great. I I I love the guys who are all in on supporting us. I, mm-hmm. I can't say enough good about. Diehard baseball fan, Love Marty, it. right Love there. It. So, yeah. your twenties, do you think the, they got enough to kind of like know. the Brewers here a little bit? It seems like in, in some parts. The one thing going for the Twins is the rest of the division is absolutely terrible. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll see. The question is pitching, as always. It's nice to see Royce mm-hmm. Lewis come back after an ACL tear. I love to see guys work through adversity. So yep. Excited yep. to see him back at a home run last night, but mm-hmm. I just don't know if there's enough firepower there. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Again, the division's so bad that there's a good chance yeah. they'll be in it at the end. Well, you, you said speaking of adversity, the White Sox with yeah. their pitcher uh, was it Liam coming back? Liam from... came back last night, standing all pretty yep. pretty cool to see. So. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So, well, Craig, uh, appreciate you for stopping by. I know I kept you a little long, but I always enjoy our conversation. Always glad to Express. That's going to do it for us on this episode of the All Aboard the Eau Claire Express podcast. Big thanks to owner Craig Toyson for stopping on by. And now that the Express 2023 season is underway stay updated with the team by heading to the ballpark and catching up and listening to the latest episodes of the all aboard the eau claire express podcast don't forget to follow and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcasting platforms like apple and spotify until next time i'm dan casper we'll see you at the ballpark and talk to you on the next episode of the all aboard the eau claire express podcast